Woo. It's time for a show. The amount of self-control it takes to make coffee and then not drink it and wait for the appropriate time. I have extensive willpower. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, February 18th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of I wonder if people believe me that this is my first cup of coffee. Because with zero exceptions, when I have done this show and said this is my first cup of coffee, it has been my first cup of coffee. It has been my first sip of coffee. There may have been once or twice where on the, the days where I've recorded away from here that I was out of my you know, a combination of being tired, being out of my environment, that I took a sip of coffee. But I definitely have not had more than, than one. Oh, no, I gotta save this for the show. That might have happened twice in, what, two years? Definitely, I definitely drank my coffee live on the air. Right now, I am coming to you with zero caffeine in my brain. But we will change that as we go. Well, yesterday was busy and productive. So many of you know that I'm on this, this journey trying to build up the consulting so I can put money back into Whistlekick so we can grow Whistlekick. And that's working really well. Um, almost too well. <laughs> you know, I've built this business before. You know, I built a consulting business and here we are. It's not quite a year and I'm, I've got a lot, there are a lot of clients going on, and many of them need me more than I can give them, which is really interesting. Might have to hire somebody, but I'm going to hold off on that as long as possible, because I learned my lesson last time. When you hire someone, things get a lot more complicated. What what should you do and hire someone instead of hiring someone? There we go. English, uh, raise your rates. When I had my IT company years ago, I hired my first employees when I was billing out at $25 an hour. Business wasn't that long ago. This was 2002, three, 17 years. And when I sold the business, just over 10 years later, for some circumstances, we were billing out $130 an hour. And we were still undercutting most of the competition. What should I have done? I should have gone from 25 up to as high as I could have scaled it on my own, and then hired people. Because then I would have been able to hire better people. That's what I did wrong. And so that's what I'll do this time. I'm still billing out at a reasonable rate, you know, certainly much more than $25 an hour, but we'll see how far we can push that. People are getting results, so we can keep going. All right, now, 
what happened yesterday? I worked. Worked a lot. Had some phone calls. Did some good stuff with some good people. That was it. What's going on today? Interviews. Got two interviews. Kempo tonight. Gonna try to get to the gym before Kempo. And try to handle a bunch of miscellaneous things in between interviews. Uh, for example, I'm in a rental car right now. If you know the, the joys of the car challenge. Don't buy a Mazda. Let's just, just don't buy a Mazda. Just don't do it. Uh, I have to go return the rental car, loaner car. I didn't rent it. The loaner car, pick up my car, where I'm sure they found nothing wrong again. And uh, come back, interview at 9, and I got another one this afternoon. I think we just have two. Pretty sure I just have two. And just see where the day takes me. Let's do the question thing, because I'm not I'm not finding much in my head to talk about, and instead of just blabbing for no reason, let's do the questions. Remember, I want questions from more people, so drop them below after the episode, and I will read them tomorrow and answer them. We got three quotes here from Colin Powell: "The freedom to do your best means nothing unless you are willing." to do your best. There are a lot of people who will rail against their ability to do things. You know, people stifling their progress or so-and-so won't let me do this or that. When in so many other areas of their life, it's clear that they have no motivation, no willingness. And you can just tell that they're using this as an excuse for why they're not where they're for why they are not where they want to be. I don't I can't imagine there's anybody watching this or at all paying attention to anything going on with Whistlekick who has their life so restricted that they can't find a path towards their goal. Are there people in the world who have a lot of things conspiring to stop them? Yes. I don't think any of those people are watching this show. If you are, I'm sorry. But for the rest of you, this. <laughs> Let me read that again. I went to bed early. My brain is still not awake. The freedom to do your best means nothing unless you're willing to do your best. Do your best. Sometimes people get overwhelmed with doing their best. I know I do. Because they look at each individual thing. Oh, what I, I need to do the best I can with this and with my personal relationships and working out and taking care of my home and, and, and there isn't enough time and energy to do your best at all of those things. So it becomes do your best at everything collectively. 
what's most important? Focus on your priorities. Focus on the things that lead you to the goal. To the goal. There are a lot of things that in the moment aren't terribly important with Whistlekick, but they're important as they bring us towards the goal. Let's face it, first cup, first cup's not terribly important. First cup does not generate revenue. Uh, first cup has not shown that it uh, is an entry point into, we'll say, Whistlekick universe. But there are plenty of other good reasons why we do it. Namely, it gets me out of bed and it helps me develop a skill. Those, both of those things are important towards the goal. So we keep doing it. I have no plans on stopping. <sighs> to say all that in another way, don't get bogged down just in what's important today. You have to have some vision forward, forward on what's important. A mirror reflects a man's face but what he is really like is shown by the kind of friends he chooses. There are a lot of, a lot of quotes similar to this. That, uh -huh. This idea that we are a reflection of the people we spend our time with. That whether they turn us into who we are or we attract them or they attract us, I don't, I don't know that it matters. But if you take a look at the people that are around you and you dislike them or you dislike some of them or major aspects of them, there's a good chance there's stuff about yourself that you'd want to change. And it doesn't mean you have to get to take those people out of your life. There we go. It doesn't mean those people have to leave your life, but maybe it means you have to bring in some other people. I try to find people who are doing great things. That's my goal. I try to spend time with people who are doing great things because that inspires me. I, I love being around entrepreneurs. I love being around people who are burning the candle at both ends to reach their dream. Because I know what that's like and most people don't know what that's like. And we can support each other. And that's powerful. Beware of the people around you becoming an echo chamber. If everybody believes the exact same thing and does the same thing and goes to the same places all the time, it's going to be really hard for anybody to grow unless you all decide together on some path of growth. It doesn't happen too often, though. So, just be aware of that. What's our last quote for today? Oh, I, re I read these ahead of time, and this one, this is a heavy quote. All right. Don't be buffaloed by experts and elites. Experts often possess more data than judgment. Elites can become so inbred that they produce hemophiliacs who bleed to death as soon as they are nicked by the real world. Wow. 
I wonder if Colin Powell would get away with saying that today. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's, it feels very pointed. It feels like he was attacking someone. I, I would like to know the context for that. I should go find that out. I won't do it right now, but. So let's break that down. Don't be buffaloed by experts and elites. Just because doesn't mean you should listen to them. Experts often possess more data than judgment. Real world experience and statistics don't always line up. And that's because experiences can vary. Statistics can be falsified. Elites can become so inbred that they produce hemophiliacs who bleed to death as soon as they are nicked by the real world. Experience matters. And if you spend all of your time in an echo chamber researching, or let's take a martial arts example, practicing self-defense at really low intensity to, um, you know, in a, a very controlled, repetitive way, the first time somebody tries to hurt you, it's probably not going to work. I have attended martial arts schools where very, very high-ranked students fell apart. I'm trying to think of the nicest way to say this that still describes it. Just came unglued when presented with anything approaching a real-world scenario. I don't mean we went, you know, 8 out of 10. I mean we went 3 out of 10. I mean that the technique was known ahead of time. They just didn't know which person was going to throw it or exactly when. It was slow. It was controlled. There was no power. It was just the fear of the unknown made them freak out. I've seen it happen to so many people. So now that I've broken that down, let's go through it one more time. Don't be buffaloed by experts and elites. Experts often possess more data than judgment. Elites can become so inbred that they produce hemophiliacs who bleed to death as soon as they are nicked by the real world. And I'm assuming most people know what a hemophiliac is. A hemophiliac is someone whose blood doesn't clot properly. So even a small cut can be serious because they can bleed out. Our world has a lot of this. More data than judgment. So inbred or self-serving that they bleed out. And I like that quote because, unfortunately, poorly applied self-defense in some circumstances might result in someone bleeding. What's that?
I don't like where we are in traditional martial arts with this internal argument about self-defense. There's plenty of great self-defense curriculums out there. And if a school feels that their self-defense is adequate, that's fine. I think that all martial artists, whether they're teachers or students, should be continuing to learn from others so they can enhance their own knowledge and sometimes that's going to mean that what you teach changes. That's okay. Not everyone's going to do that though and that's their choice. It would be arrogant of me to say that that was wrong. But I don't think it's ideal. There are a lot of people out there teaching, claiming it's the best thing when they haven't experienced much else. And that's silly. That would be like saying, canned green beans is the best food ever when the only other foods you've had were canned lima beans and, I don't know, something else gross, right? You're, you're comparing gross to gross to gross, so the least gross is the best food. If I was more awake, my analogies would probably be better. But I think you see what I mean. I just... <sighs> People are obsessed. I, I watched... So, I saw something get shared, uh, and I don't know when it got posted, but it looks like it's been going around for a while. It, and the reason I know that is because it's a, uh, it was a meme, it was a quote that I made, which means it's going back a couple of years, at least, because uh, we've got the team now doing all the social media stuff. But I recall making this one, and this quote became this jumping off point for an argument about character. The quote had something, um, the quote was like, it's not the color of the belt wrapped around the waist, it's the character of the person wearing it. Something like that. Not an original quote, I don't believe it was my quote, but might have been. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've read it elsewhere, so I'm not, I don't think I'm taking credit for it. I'm not taking credit for it. Anyway, um, someone decided to argue against that. You know, they, for some reason this was on a traditional martial arts page, not one of ours and they start complaining about traditional martial artists not having character and this person really quickly steers the conversation to how everybody else is useless and has terrible skill and one of the moderators of this page said you know it looked like they were inviting this person to come train with them not in a challenging way, but just a genuine, come see what we do. Maybe you'll understand this quote better. But of course, the complaining person took it as a challenge and it took, turned into this whole back and forth about, you know, I'm gonna fight you and my instructors are the best in the world, blah. I'm reading this and I'm going, this is so dumb. It was really dumb. And I think it's a great example of that last quote. People just getting 
so caught up in their own grandeur, uh, a legend in their own mind, you know, that kind of thing. So, all right, I've rambled long enough, so let's wind this thing up. I've got homework for you in a moment, so stay tuned. Now, if you want to support what we're doing here, patreon.com slash whistlekick, or use the code podcast15 to save 15%. Just retired another shirt yesterday, rearranged the homepage. There's all kinds of new stuff. We've still got plenty of black and white sparring gear that you can check out. We've got some miscellaneous other stuff, but on, on the color side. But looking at Wednesday, tomorrow, when the next order is going to go in. So, fingers crossed. Uh, what's next? Um, don't forget this show comes out. <laughs> My brain is not hitting right today. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, don't forget this shows every weekday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. Subscribe, turn on notifications, check out everything we've got going on. We had a wonderful podcast episode yesterday for Martial Arts Radio that's gotten great, great feedback. And if you want to ask a question, drop it below or email me, Jeremy whistlekick.com. Now, your homework. I know I've suggested this before, but I'm going to suggest it again in, a, I think, a slightly different way. I want you to take a look at the people around you, the people that you spend the most time with, the top five, we'll say. I want you to take a hard look at their, if you had to make a pro-con list about them, What's going in each column? I want you to look at what's showing up in the pro column repeatedly, what's showing up in the con column repeatedly. And I've got a feeling that that's going to show something about who you are. Now, if you find things in the pro column that you don't feel you're getting by being around these people, talk to them about it. If there are negatives that you all have in common, how do you address that? Is it worth addressing that? Probably is. Help these people move forward. Help yourself move forward. Help the world move forward. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Take care. Peace.